Welcome to Axiopod, a podcast brought to you by Axiometrics, the leader in U.S. apartment and student housing market intelligence. This is the spot for excellent commentary and insightful interviews on the rapidly changing U.S. apartment and student housing markets. Hello, and welcome to Axiopod. I'm Dave Sorter. Today, we have a very special guest who's actually in studio with us. Uh, Judson Stewart, a senior vice president and student housing practice lead for PentaRisk, um, a company that uh, helps developers and people in the real estate industry uh, get the best insurance they can. Judson, welcome to Axiopod. Thank you for coming in today. Dave, it's been great being in Dallas today, and um, it's a pleasure to be here. All right. Uh, first of all, since Judson is a University of Alabama graduate and lives in Birmingham, we first got to say Roll Tide. And any of you LSU people out there, sorry about that. Roll Tide, <laughs> roll. Um, Judson, first of all, tell me exactly what you do. We uh, are insurance brokers. I like to think of myself and our team as a mercenary for our clients. Our clients typically consist, start with the developer, uh, owner, operator, or builder of uh, purpose-built student housing on and off campus around the country. And you're one of the few people in the world who specialize in this area of student housing. From my understanding, uh, we are the only group that does this, focuses solely on student housing day in and day out, and Mm -hmm. says no to other types of uh, risk or chances to write (laughs) business. Our company, uh, we're a boutique real estate construction group, but the division and the practice that myself and my partner, Selena Simpson, are leading, um, she's been doing this since 1990. I've been doing wow. it since the late 90s and have been trying to put together something since 08 to have a dedicated focus. Uh, we were competitors for some time. We worked on the same side of the table and last uh about a year ago, was able to join forces, and we both had a passion and a vision and a what's called a dream. We're both student housing addicts. We uh, <laughs> talk about it, uh, read about it. We love the people that we worked with. We watched it grow from uh, building uh, garden-style walk-up traditional apartments to the, the cottages to condos to some of the biggest developments on you know metropolitan campuses well student housing is a good thing to get addicted to these days because it's a maturing sector that uh, has grown in spades the last decade or more it's been tremendous uh one of the i'd call mike moran the pope of student housing at least he is in my book uh founder of capstone development corp uh it said in 08 uh, and the crisis that ensued financial side, that's when student housing reared its ugly head, so to speak, because it outperforms every other asset class in the market. So since uh, the 08 crisis, there's been a lots and lots of money to continue to pour into the industry. Uh, we've got so- sovereign capital, people from all sorts of overseas coming in, the demographics from the kids, from the baby boomers, and the uh, forecast for the next 10 years, it's the demand is there. Uh, so it's always great when there's more demand than supply. Yeah, <laughs> and that there is. I have a son going into a privately owned purpose-built student housing complex this year. 
this fall, and uh, he's really looking forward to it. Where's your son in school? He's at Texas State University in San Marcos, Texas. We've done several projects in San Marcos. That's uh, definitely a booming area. It really is. Um, So tell me, a developer comes to you. What are you going to do for them? We are going to, typically what we like to do first is let's do a non-disclosure agreement. Let's uh, take insurance and your broker and your existing relationships and the people you've worked with in the past or however you've done it and put it to the side. Let's share some information. We want to demonstrate to developer that we we don't just talk about, we're not selling insurance, we're providing solutions and that we bring uh, 30 years and $3 billion of deal knowledge to the table. We like to look at the every contractual document that we can outside of the insurance policies. And of course, looking at insurance schedule and a policy and proposal is important, but ground leases, uh, developer leases, the subcontract agreements, financing agreements. We take a real hol- holistic approach because our whole goal is guarantee we can find redline something on about every document a developer has. What uh, what got you interested in student housing and in this form of student housing to begin with? Well, I had a great time in college and I was renting houses <laughs> back in the day. Uh, and I was at the University of Alabama, like mm-hmm. you said, 88 to 92. Uh, one of the few of my friends or fraternity that got in and out and four in four out summer school in between <laughs> but toward the end there was a uh, it actually happened to be a university common which is a capstone development that opened up uh in an area where i used to uh go joyriding and it was uh helen keller boulevard and like wow these are really neat and nice and people were starting to flock toward them so that that was graduating that year um came back uh Worked in London, then I worked in the reinsurance business, and then I came back and I happened to know some of the people at Capstone uh, growing up, and it's an account that I just started following and watching, and it was hard, uh, very difficult to break into, but started studying it. So I guess my passion for student housing came from having some friends that were founders and owners in that business uh, when I was able to start working with the account. I started investing in a lot of their projects. I was able to invest in some ACK rehab deals, able to invest in some condo kitties, some, excuse me, kitty condos (laughs) was what they called them. Then we'd have game day condos for the adults. Sometimes you could go either way, depending where it was. I had property in Manhattan, Kansas, Baton Rouge, Tuscaloosa, uh, Auburn. Uh, some of the cottage developments. You actually it, say that name being an Alabama grad. <laughs> it was a, it, I'll tell you what, the uh, cottage builders development, it's called Creekside and Auburn, really, in my opinion, revolutionized the Auburn student living from away from the trailer parks. And it was cool to live in a trailer at Auburn, and it probably still is, but it transformed <laughs> Auburn campus into a, uh, if you go down to, of Auburn now it's a whole different deal and I believe that project was completed or delivered and around 06 but I'm getting old so I may be off a bit 
Pentarisk is about the only company that specializes in student housing or that has a division specializing in student housing. I, yes, I've uh, there. Uh, Pentarisk is owned by Acrisure. And if you want to start getting into sizes and the number of people that say they're specialists or that have multifamily, you know, there are a lot of, uh, you know, there are hundreds and hundreds of insurance brokers or agencies in the country. Our practice is the only one I know of, know of or am aware of that does nothing but student housing day in and day out, 24-7 and that has people that have 20 to 30 years of experience in the industry, uh, the student housing industry, and everyone that we bring on is either to support our team and as we grow, comes in from the industry or gets trained from Selena and myself to make sure that uh, we're being value added and are able to provide compliant, competitive, effective, and efficient service and truly be a value add. I'm sure you're glad to be the only uh, real specialist in the, in this in this niche, but uh, why, with student housing growing and growing and growing, why haven't other companies developed this specialty? There are a lot of, I mean, a lot of, right now everyone in the world in the, or in the U.S. that's in student housing business has insurance. So there are a lot of insurance firms that have books or accounts in this space. Uh, from what I've seen, a lot of times student housing gets lumped into a multifamily or a habitational or a real estate sector. And mm -hmm. you know what? That's fair. Uh, I'm going to, we take it, almost take offense when someone says, oh, well, that's just multifamily because uh, I can explain six ways a Sunday why student housing is different than any other sector mm -hmm. in the multifamily space. Uh one of the i've called my student housing coach who has a been in the industry since I believe he began in 93 gave me the idea or suggested two years ago that as i start a new book and what i call my second half or the half time of my life to focus and build he goes i think someone needs to do this full-time on a national basis and it doesn't have to be the biggest firm. It doesn't have to be in New York or Chicago or LA. We here in Birmingham, Capstone have been doing things all over the country. It's being passionate, focused, driven, and wanting to get up every day and be the best at what you do. And I'm the type of person when someone I, I get wise counsel, I want to execute and act on it. All right. Very good. Thank you, Judson. Um, let me get into some of the issues that uh, are affecting the industry that I know that you're that you can speak well on. For example, I know late deliveries are always a uh, uh, bane of developers' existence and students' existence uh, as they come up, and that's been happening more and more lately as construction gets delayed or permitting gets delayed or whatnot. Um, what are your views on that, and what do you guys do about it? Well, I'm getting goosebumps as you ask that question. I watch projects get delivered on time, decade after decade. Every deal I've been involved with personally was delivered on time, and I really didn't know what a late delivery was. Thought putting a builder's risk quote together was the last thing we had to do, so we could get our developers the construction lending and get their loan funded, so they could have the dirt they were moving insured and get going. 
I went through a loss or a late delivery with a client and it, uh, it's one of the sole reasons that I've dedicated my career and my professional life to this industry. Uh, I believe late deliveries are a major issue. Delivery risk is, uh, I think the, one of the biggest names or factors affecting the industry because it's not just when a project goes late and it gives the developer a bad name or students displaced, it gives the industry a bad name. I've heard the uh, investors, the lenders, universities, owners, operators, and the heads of the REIT say we get misunderstood, we get undervalued in the marketplace. Um, it's it's been a big issue and it seemed to me that I believe 2014, I have some, um, the late delivery I went through was in, I think it was 11 or 12. It started reading articles and that's how I got to know axiometrics. Y'all have the best statistical data I've found, uh, in real estate, especially as it pertains to student housing. This has been a paid advertisement. Thank you, Judson. <laughs> Looking at uh, 65,000 units were expected to be delivered in 2014. And these were my notes before the, anything could have trend, actually trended out or realized to speak in insurance terms. But there were 8,900 beds delayed out of 65,000 that were to be delivered. Uh, 480 of those were for one year or more. If you think about the loss of rents for a year, uh, empty apartments, empty dorms, empty units, beds, uh, that's astronomical. Uh, then 1,186 were for four months or less, 704 for two months, and the rest were four weeks or less. No matter whether it's four weeks, four days, or a year, it's, a, uh, it's putting a, a black eye on the industry, and that's... Uh, becoming a really big issue as we grow forward the demand and the money continues to pour in we want to work on ways to mitigate uh that risk and transfer it where possible very good tell me are there any other issues that you guys are facing that you can talk about or tell us what's good about the industry from your perspective i think what's great about the industry is the demographics are uh the next 10 years are super strong. That demand curve is there. One thing that's been, that keeps the demand and supply from my, I think I made a C in Econ 301, so not my strong (laughs) suit, but the construction lending, uh, Dodd-Frank White House Pass has limited the amount of money that can be loaned to build multifamily new construction and student housing falling under that it limits to where the construction lending market's a bit tighter or is tight. So it makes it where it would be hard to overbuild in the market as a whole because mm-hmm. uh, there's some restraints there. And unless you're a uh, developer that's paying cash, cash flush and not doing construction lending, that's a constraint. So do, do clients usually, uh, go with you before they start building or in the planning stages or when they're under construction or our favorite time to talk to a client or, or, or prospect, uh, is well, we, one, we want to talk to a client or prospect anytime they want to talk Two, we like to be ahead of the curve. We're proactive and 
the amount of time and due diligence we like to put into things and being involved, kind of being an outsourced partner or risk manager or bringing a fresh set of eyes to the table. Uh, we've got enough war stories going back over 30 <laughs> years that uh, we can ask some pretty interesting questions that may not even be insurance related. Sure. But the better that we understand a risk or an industry, the more things we know to ask that are germane and pertain to risk transfer, risk retention, and risk mitigation for a developer, owner, operator. And it's very prevalent that we have developers that own their own GCs. And that's a, um, with some people getting some pipelines where they got three or $4 billion to deliver, I start going, well, is this a developer or is this a uh, GC? And the <laughs> truth is it's like a zebra. It's 50, 50. And uh -huh. that's a big, that's a lot of risk. Very good. Well, Judson, uh, you, this has been very enlightening. Thank you for your expertise. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we close this episode? Well, I really appreciate, uh, the time and opportunity to visit with you, Dave and roll tide. <laughs> All right. Well, as they, as Steely Dan once said, they call Alabama the Crimson Tide. Call me Deacon Blues. Anyway, that's all for today's Axiopod. Um, thank you so much for listening, and thanks to Judson Stewart, Senior Vice President and Student Housing Practice Lead of PentaRisk and its Student Housing Division. For Axiopod, I'm Dave Sorter. Have an Axio day. Thank you for listening to Axiopod from Axiometrics. Subscribe to Axiopod on iTunes to get the latest episodes downloaded to your device. And visit www.axiometrics.com to learn how to obtain timely, granular, and accurate apartment and student housing market intelligence.